Welcome into Edgar's best bets for the week in the wonderful world of harness, and uh, I'm going to find you a winner or two. Absolutely brutal stuff last weekend with some very tough watches, galloping in the lead no matter what, really ended the weekend on a sound note. Um, on Friday night, Covergirl running second was as brutal as it gets. There was no passing lane in Newcastle, pretty much a criminal offence there, and we just had no luck. I think we picked, backed about three winners. Um, yeah, $3.60 $1.70 Covergirl, that one was tough to watch, but Another week, another harness calendar comes around and we are just going to get stuck straight into it. And we go down to Gore Thursday, race number four, Zen Liddy. Uh, not too sure how you pronounce it, but uh, yeah, good horse this one. Lovely jet black color, uh, but it kept on coming in a slugfest down the straight at Omaru against some uh, decent Canterbury horses. Gets into a winnable race here, back against the Southerners. Slightly easier company, has a nice big track to work his way around and can take a sit. If he's safe for one run, he should win this. He looks like he could do his fair share of work too, so the breeze might be calling his name. If there's slow sectionals and tempo up front, I'm sure his wide barrier draw won't, they won't be shy to go put him in the race. Uh, then we go to race number six, Sister Sammy. Uh, this is the only mare in the race. $2.20 you're getting. Um, and sorry, for Zen Liddy, you're getting $2.80. But yeah, race number six, Sister Sammy. $2.20. We've got another favorite in the field there, Mo, at $2.50 has been running as honest as anything. Um, but it's one girl versus the rest of the five lads. Um, so hopefully she can sort of hold up on the inside. Blair Orange has driven her. He knows her potential. Uh, 2,400 metres hasn't actually won at the distance, but in the workouts, the three workouts she's had to prepare for this outing, um, she's won two of those and, and ran home in a 55-4 half, and she seemed to be bloody travelling peaches and cream. So she gets barrier one. Blair Orange knows the mayor. I think he he has the class to take this one out, and she could lead them the whole way, or maybe she could hand up to Mogul and get up the passing lane. She is a speedy mare, and the speed might um, be the factor in a small field. Then we go to race number seven. I'm watching you, $4.50 and $1.90. This might be the good each way bit of the day. Matthew Williamson special is what we're looking for. Uh, this horse, he, he isn't the most consistent bloke, all right? He's had 76 starts for three wins, uh, but... You know, <laughs> he doesn't look like he's got a better chance to win a race than he does tomorrow because he's got barrier one, he's got a positive driver, he's got a lovely last start running him where he was pretty much last on the turn I had him and then came wide out on the track, the widest, and ran home into fourth and he was always taking ground off the leaders. The one red flag um, is, you know, that he is a little bit fresh in between runs, um, but I think Matty Williamson on board, that'll help... Uh, get a few extra um, meters in them and hopefully you can get the chocolates there in race number seven. So then we move on to the nighttime at Cambridge. We've got one uh, on the Thursday night there, race number seven, Bad Boy Bo. Now he's opened up at $3.50. I was expecting maybe like a four to $5 quote for him, but um, big, big, nice, strong looking Sir Lincoln Gelding. Rock hard fit. Uh, he sustained, sustained a massive three wide, wide run uh, two weeks ago at Alex Park. Slightly fresh up to recover from that work, but Tony hasn't come down to Cambridge for a holiday. He's driving this bloke, and that means I'm on. You see Tony driving and training the horse. 
there's a there's there's a lot to like there. Um, I don't mind where he might end up at the start. Really, I feel like he's a pretty versatile horse. Um, it looks pretty weak field. He could sit in the breeze and take this out on a slow tempo. So bad boy, Bo, three dollars fifty. Get amongst it. Then we go to Friday night at Addington, race number five. Anything goes. Tipped this one out a couple of weeks ago. Got the chocolates for us. Let's go again. Absolute monster run fresh up it was. Looks a serious horse moving forward. Uh, can run 55 second halves as long as he steps and rolls them along in front. There's uh, plenty of horses on the 30-meter handicap. I just feel like that's a little bit too far for my liking. Uh, it's all about faith. Has trod up well. The Purden staple is slowly, uh, well, not slowly. They are doing well and getting straight back into their winning ways ahead of a nice, uh, strong cup week with Akuda and stuff. But, um, yeah, that, I think anything goes. If he steps and rolls them along in front, he could be getting the chocolates for the lads in race number five. So then we go to race number six. These these not going to be tips. These are just me talking about the the horses. We've got Akuta in race number six. He's uh, returning to the Metro. He's been off the scene from the Metro for since, since last year, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, but, yeah, he gets into a nice wee cheeky race here. We've got Sandwave. We've got Republican Party, Franco Mac Magic, Four Bollinger. Here's Herbie Sporty Charlie. Interesting race for the Colts and Geldings, but Hakuda, $1.30, you're not going to get rich, but he's probably one you could add to your multis. Um, and then we go to the very next race, and Sunday Sun returns versus Muscle Mountain. It's a head-to-head battle, both on 30-meter handicaps. Sunday Sun's had a nice trial one to prepare. Muscle Mountain came out and won very nicely fresh up. I don't know who to take there. Don't mind Andy Hall, maybe a top four chance uh, with no no handicap there. Andy Hall's a good trotter and he gets the jobs done. Um, so he could be running a race. Then we move to the group two on Friday night, race nine and Selvashord and Spankham. Cranbourne's back, South Coast Arden's back. There's a few in here fresh up. So this is just going to be a good cheeky little guide to going into cup week as we edge closer. But wouldn't be tipping out in this race, um, but uh, you know, self assured and Spankham certainly know how to win fresh up. Um, oh, and I just don't, you can't ever rule out Cranbourne. That horse is about as volatile as they come, but he's definitely got a plenty of uh, plenty of ability. So he could be getting um, up at some big odds potentially. Then we move to on Saturday night, best bet, Albion Park, race six, the high commander. He was three fence last week. He gets barrier one this week. Um, the Saturday night at Albion, he can leave the arm well, be the leader of the leader's trail, and he should be running a bold race. I've got him mapping to lead this one or be leader's trail, and I think from there he's going to be pretty hard to beat. Then we move down to New South Wales and to Menangle, and we've got AG's White Sox, the the, the big bloke. He's, he's back. Race number seven, um, he was freshened up for a bit. Uh, he came in and ran a very big race uh, in about a 150-mile rate of Menangle. Just went down a nose to the Black Prince from memory. Uh, but he's freshened up. He gets the widest draw again. But he seems to have the class on his rivals. Looking through that field, if AG's White Sox doesn't win that, they'll be sort of scratching their heads um, as to where and when this horse is actually going to win a race because he's been off the, been out of the winner's box for a while now. Um, he's definitely due. Then we go to our last bit of the weekend, Sunday at Timaru, uh, race number seven, he's Sanders' excuse. Now, this horse got absolutely checked out of it at Mochacarara on the grass. You can put a line through that. Uh, wasn't his fault. Uh, then we go two starts to go to Methan, and he ran a very good second, um, and he just sort of really took the ground late off. Um, I think it was West Arlad and Bettelini, but 
Well, Lee, I, I do. I'm a big fan of a horse really hitting the line strongly in a grass uh, race. Although he is back on the grid at Timaru, I feel like Barrier One. Uh, they've just got to be positive with this bloke, and he'll run them along. Um, and yeah, he gets a good draw for once. And I think Johnny Cox can get the chocolates in race seven, or he might even be genuine enough place chance. Uh, and the bookies might be letting him sleep from the ace. Sneaker Peak has been going as good as anything in that race, but is on the back row. So, yeah, just willing to take the gamble that he's Xander's excuse can finally show what he's showed and get a and get a win notched under that belt. Um, because yeah, he certainly does have a bit of talent. He just needs to put it all together, and he's a big, big loping fella. So he needs to get the job done. And I think he finds the race finally to get that done. So hopefully you guys get in amongst a few of these picks and I'll win you some money and we will catch you guys next week where we may have our sponsorship announced. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to Edgar's Best Bets for the Harness Code. We'll catch you next week and make sure you follow our socials on Insta, Facebook and all that good stuff.